0: guests here today. And um, a little lower, we were just talking, the shooks were here early. So that just threw me off. (laughs) um, But no, so glad you guys are here. We missed you guys last week. Um, You were here. I wasn't. We were in Texas at a wedding. Uh, Cheryl's nephew got married and it was a beautiful wedding. God was honored and uh, uh, bride and uh, groom uh, just had a beautiful day. And so it was fun to be there, but we did miss our church family. It's always good to come home, even though we get to see family uh, when we're in Texas. My my sister and, and Cheryl's sister and all that. But uh, I, I love I love just coming home. I love this is home. So it's good to be here. And we came back to fall. I love it came back to fall it's great so last week just a, a shameless plug last week of bishops if you guys want to go uh, their next weekend is their last weekend so um I'll be praying for miss tiffany chavez and she she works there and very busy um and uh, cheryl and uh, other folks are out there but uh, go out and visit uh the pumpkin farm before the season ends and so well welcome again we're back in our series um uh, appreciate I think pastor filled in last week I appreciate that um, so we're uh, working below the baseline working on our, our foundation and today we're going to discuss uh, the Holy Spirit being filled with the spirit I will tell you this is the hardest thing that I struggle with we we pray to Jesus we pray to the Lord to to, uh, to guide us to direct us to to uh, clear our path to to um, uh, uh, Pray for, we pray for increase. I mean, there's nothing wrong with th- these things. We, we, pray, we pray for helps. We pray for others. But when it comes to we're praying for ourselves and praying for guidance and direction, we, sometimes we disassociate, I, at many times I think we disassociate what we have. And what we have is when you got saved, the Holy Spirit filled you. The Holy Spirit possessed, uh, you, were, you possessed the Holy Spirit. Now the question is, does the Holy Spirit possess you? Okay, do you give the Holy Spirit reign to take over? That's not a normal human tendency we want to do. We want to be in control of our destinies, don't we? We want to be the ones that are in the driver's seat. We want to be the ones that, that control, But we can't control things. We can't control circumstances. We can't control time. We can't control the events around us. We can control choices many times and we can, uh, but, but when we, but I back to the fact that uh, I, I pray and I say, Lord guide me, you know, uh, uh, help me today. He has given us the Holy Spirit to be there and do that for us. It doesn't mean, we should still pray, but we we have this. So maybe the prayer I need to adjust my prayer on a daily basis is Lord, let your Holy Spirit work through me. Let him guide my fingers, let him guide my mind, let him guide my actions, my thoughts, my, my, my tongue. My just the things in my life let the control. So this is about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now we're not talking about um, uh, the 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 tongues movement or things like that where where they'll associate. Being filled with the Spirit means that you really got the Holy Ghost. So you can speak in tongues or you can prophesy or you can do all this, uh, but that's not what the Bible talks about. And that's not what happened when we got saved. We were filled with the Holy Spirit. It's just, did we give control to Him? So we're going to be in the book of Ephesians. Remember my acronym, GE Power Company, Galatians Ephesians. Uh, go to the book of Ephesians uh, chapter 5. If It's in your notes there. If you've already been there, let's get there and we're gonna see what uh, the Bible says about being filled with the Spirit. We're gonna be in verse 15 through 21. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. We talked about time um, a few Wednesdays ago, about, uh, about the time, about um, uh, being good stewards of our time. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Being filled with the Holy Spirit, like I said, it goes against our nature of allowing someone else to control our lives. But when we got saved, we actually said, Lord, you... You control it. That's that's what we were submitting to. Um, so uh, we uh, so this whole idea of being filled with the Holy Spirit, allowing Him to possess, to control us, to possess us. Um, is, what, uh, is what we're talking about here. In Ephesians 1, 13 through 14, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word uh, of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after ye believed were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of His glory. We need to make that decision to surrender to Him. So uh, what does that mean? Why, if we're going to surrender to Him, how is that going to look? How is that going to look? And these, these uh, verses help us out with that. So number one, the spirit-filled path. The spirit-filled path. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is not a one-time, okay, one time we got saved, he, he indwelled us. But it's not a one-time saying, okay, take control and then it's done. It's a daily thing. We can always try to wrestle the reins away uh, from the Lord and take control, but on a daily basis, we need to, uh, we need to uh, give him that control. We need to let him uh, in, uh, in Galatians 5, 16, it says, this, I say, then walk in the spirit that you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh Uh, to walk means conducting your daily lives Um, to, to what you do walk in the spirit. It's a lifestyle. It's it's letting him have control. So how does that look? First of all, it's a path, A, it's a path of caution. The verses talk about caution. In in 5 and 16, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Circumspectly kind of sounds like circumference. It's meaning having a whole whole view, looking around you, being cautious to look around and see the dangers around you. Uh, one of the things when I was teaching uh, the girls how to drive, uh, you, you had to keep your eyes on the road, keep the eyes on the cars in front of you, around you, but you needed to look around too. You need to be, you always need to be aware. You're always checking your your, your, your as Pilot would say, checking your six. You're, you're looking in the rearview mirror. You want to know what's behind you, what's coming up. Uh, that's being circumspect. That's being, that's being aware of the things around you, this caution. Uh, um, so uh, it's, it's knowing what's going around you. So you a cautious walk is a walk in wisdom. It's seeing the things around you and recognizing the dangers. Uh, Colossians 4 5 says, Walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time. Uh, we need to live with an awareness. We need to live with an awareness that there's an enemy lurking about. And we've talked about this in 1 Peter 5 8. Be sober. Be diligent. There's that word sober. We're going to talk about that again in a few minutes. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Um, this idea of a lion. Um, being vigilant uh, is the same as being watchful. We talk about a guy, uh, uh, maybe a, a sentry, someone who's on the wall. Someone who's, who, he's supposed to be vigilant. He's supposed to have his eyes out about. Um, one of the worst things that can happen to a to a security police officer or, or security police man or woman is to fall asleep. Their, their job is to watch. They need to be vigilant. Now, in this we talk about this roaring lion. The devil is as a roaring lion. Now, lions are beautiful creatures. Man, I love watching nature shows about lions. Lions are pretty smart. Devil's pretty smart. He's, he's got, he's got smarts. Um, the, the lion, when you, when you watch them, their, their, their favorite food is the antelope. Folks, antelopes are idiots. That's just no better word to say. They're, 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 they're dumb. They're dumb animals. Why? Because they could, they could lose one of their herd. And two hours later, they're back to the same watering hole where they lost them. And a lion is patient. He's patient. He's, and he's good at hiding. He's good at, 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 being in the weeds and, and, and not, not being able to see. And you've just got the, that dumb, dumb antelope, but that's how the devil is. He's good at hiding. He's, he's not just going to be out there scaring you. He's going to hide. He's going to subvert himself and he's going to be patient. He's going to look for your weakness. And that's how, how the, the lion is, uh, you don't see many starving lions out there. If they don't get this one, they'll get the next one. They'll be, they'll be one. And that's kind of how the devil is. So a spirit-filled path is a path of caution. It's being circumspect. It's being aware of the things running. So let's be aware. It's also a path of consecration. So if we're going to be aware, we need to also be a certain way. We need to, we need to God, God intended us when he saved us, he intended us to be like him. He created us in his image. Ephesians um, five seventeen. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Wisdom is understanding the will of the Lord. It's separate. Uh, it's a consecration. It's separating from common use to a sacred use. That first Thessalonians four three and 5, uh, four. For this is the will of God. Even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication; that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. God, it is God's will that we possess, that we are have purity from sin. He saved us from sin, so let's have purity from it. Let's 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 get get rid of sin. I'm not. It's not easy. The devil's out there, but we are sinful creatures. But he's he. Has given us the Holy Spirit to help us with that, to take control. So, uh, so get rid of sin, be far away from danger. Um, and how how do you do that? Maybe get in the Word of God. Get in the Word of God. Don't let the stretches go where you're just not getting yes. in the Word of God. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. With that comes wisdom. I mean, we just have a, we have a manual. Of how to live it's all right here he's not it's not a secret when you hear people say do you do, do you know tell me about tell me about god no, well god's unknowable no he's knowable i mean i understand everything about him and i've got an eternity to find out but he's knowable. um j oswald sanders said a walk in the spirit will be of necessity uh, will of necessity be a walk in accordance with the word of the spirit has inspired. No one can be filled with the spirit of God if he is neglecting the word of God. You need, that, is the, that is the top off of the tank. Get in the word of God, top off. Uh, let's, let's have our gas tank full in the morning. Get started. We have a full tank for the journey each day. So it's a spirit-filled path. One. Number two, it's a spirit-filled purpose. It's a spirit-filled purpose. Uh, we need to be filled, we need to be under control of the Spirit of God. And be not, in, uh, in verse 18 it said, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. One of the things in, um, in RU, when you give up, when you're trying to get rid of an, uh, a vice, you need to fill it with something, you need to replace it with something. Bible talks right here. The replacement is the spirit. Uh, I get so concerned, um, especially with especially with new couples, and it was just at a wedding, and and when they cavalierly let alcohol into their lives. Just just uh, Christian, saved, but there's so many churches out there that aren't calling it out. In fact, the, and why do they call out? Because they don't necessarily want to. But I've seen it. I come from a family of alcoholics. I've seen the destructive power. Yes, seen the lives that can be destroyed, the, the marriages that can be ruined because you let something in. We've talked about other oh, different things that you can let in, but alcohol is one of those things that, it's one of the few things that we spend millions billions of dollars on this disease we spend millions of dollars for people to have this disease alcoholism so the bible talks about it's talking about intoxication right here be not filled uh be not drunk with wine where in an excess uh pastor's done some great preaching about wine and what that means and then the wine turning red and the the differences and 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 I, i don't have time to go into that nor i'm Am I, am I smart enough to go into that? But he, he does a great job about that. But the whole point is, is that alcohol, that's not God's plan for you. Yeah. So if you're struggling with it, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you. If, if you say, well, I don't have a problem with it. I don't necessarily need to get it out of the house. Then you need to ask the question again. Why do I not need to get it out of the house? Why do I, you know, uh, just from the Ramsey side, my goodness, how much money people will spend on this? It's like it's like people who are who are stuck on cigarettes, the amount of money they spend on that, just for the monetary. Come on, please, people, stop. I mean, we're I, at bishops. I love bishops, but now guess what? They know there's money in hard liquor, so you can get a can of hard cider for eight bucks. Eight bucks. And is it going to do anything good for you? No, no. And so, so the Bible's very clear on be not drunk with wine. How are we going to fix that? We're going to be filled with the Spirit. Fill something else in the Spirit. Let's not, uh, let's, so if you're struggling with that, I, I urge you, I urge you. Um, we, have, uh, uh, A, we have our um, Reformers unanimous, we, but the Bible's very clear. And there are people here who can help you out with that. So, so it's, a, uh, it's a determined purpose. And in this case, they're using... The, and I, I wonder why when he's, when he's writing this, just we'll finish off on that part. Be not drunk with wine. It's funny how there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. I mean, from the, from the time man was created, I'm sure, once sin got into this world, man was looking for how can I... Do something different with my life than have God in it. How can, I, how can I take something that's good, the grape or the wheat or whatever it is and manipulate it so that it'll deaden the pain or deaden the senses, make me feel good for a moment. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. So much so they talked about it in the Bible. Be not drunk. There were drunkards back then. There are drunkards today. There are people who are playing on the edge. I don't get drunk. Hmm. Not today. But a drunk starts from one drink. So, all right. A determined purpose. A yielded purpose. A yielded purpose. uh, Letter B. uh, Ephesians 5.18, and be filled with the Spirit. We're talking about the opposite. Let's... If we're not going to fill ourselves with with alcohol and be intoxicated and let ourselves be controlled, we're going to be filled with the Spirit, meaning to be full. And it's to be filled with the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. We have that access to us. The key is obeying the commandment to be filled. In Romans 6, 13, it says, Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. We are not dead anymore. And your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Our bodies are God's temples. Our bodies are to be used by God. They're to be possessed by the Holy Spirit, not just filled, not just a, a resident. Far too many... Christians are missing the power that's there. Missing the power that's there. Um, You can find analogies of that. Uh, That would be like somebody who's dying of thirst, somebody who's literally um, dehydrated, yet they have a gallon of water in their hands, but they won't drink it. That's, that's, That's a type of example, but So many are missing this this opportunity that when they got saved, they got the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives, and they just haven't tapped into it yet. Don't be that way. Uh, And when we hold on to sin, when we hold on to those things, uh, we're preventing that power to be used. So, number three, the Spirit-filled product. The Spirit... Uh, when you have the uh, Holy Spirit working in your life, you have liberty. Uh, I think I've used this example before um, a while back. If I, forgive me. Um, when we have boundaries in our lives, they're not there to prevent us from having freedom and having liberty. Um, I, I love to throw the, the football. I um, don't like playing football. I don't like getting hit. I'm not good at hitting, but I like to throw the football. I, so I imagine myself as a, a really good quarterback that never gets hit. Um, so, but if you were on a, uh, if we were to stand up here, if I was to throw the football, I said, Pastor, go stand up there. Let me, uh, let me throw this football to you, and I'm going to always throw it right to the edge. He's going to be really cautious about going over the edge. I don't think he's going to do the dive and all that. And so there's kind of, it actually, the, the freedom of not having anything there is kind of, it's, the world would say, well, that's freedom. You know, I don't, I don't need any barriers there. But if I put a fence around the barrier, on the plateau around the barrier, and we wanted to throw the football, and I had a 30-foot fence, I could throw it as hard as I want right to that fence, and they know they're going to be safe when they go to catch it. They know the fence is going to protect them. And that's kind of, what we have when we have the Holy Spirit work in our lives. When we, when we choose not to sin. When we choose to allow Him to work. We actually have more liberty. Yes. True. Amen? Amen? Ephesians five nineteen through 21 Speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Amen. Giving thanks always to all, for all things unto God and to the Father in the name of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Song. I sang a, sang a wonderful song uh, this morning. I was looking. I, I wanted to find a Fanny Crosby song, um, but I'm not good enough at finding which one's hers. And We didn't have time to look. But um, this idea of music. You're going to have some song in your heart. It's just, it's just natural. Yeah. Why not have the good songs? Why not have uh, songs that honor God? Fanny Crosby, she, um, she was six year, uh, I think she was six weeks old when she had a little problem with her eyes, and this is back in 1820. And uh, um, it was an eye, it was a minor eye inflammation that she had. And even in 1820, it was very fixable. Uh, a little poultice and some medicine would have solved this little problem for a six-week-old. The doctor didn't do it right. Added too much medicine, and actually caused her to go blind for the rest of her life. Never saw after that moment. Um, when asked, when asked if uh, what she would say to the to uh, the man that the doctor that caused that. She said, "If I could meet him now, I would say thank you over and over again for making me blind, because the first face to gladden my sight will be my Savior's." Fanny Crosby is a—that's an example of joy. That's an example of joy. She—it's uh, a product of joy, this f- spirit-filled product. It's a product of joy. But the fruit of the spirit, of the spirit—not the fruit of us, not the fruit of our actions—the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the aff- affections of lust. And we live in the Spirit. Let us also walk in the Spirit. So it's a product of joy. Fanny Crosby was a great example of that. Um, uh, who are some other uh, people that we saw joy in affliction? Paula and Silas. In, in prison of all places, after being beaten of all things, they were singing, praising God for their affliction, to, be counting it, uh, to being count worthy to suffer for Christ. You don't think that, that, that impacted the people around them? Um, joy is not found in being able to control our circumstances. It is in the fruit of the Spirit of God. We can have full joy. And that'll be evident when we can have joy in affliction, when we can have joy in the low circumstances, the bad circumstances. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a measure of grace in our life. Uh, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. It's a disposition created by the Holy Spirit. Grace is. You know, a good thermometer of our... Um, of our spirit and our church is our church, our, our singing, our, our music. And uh, poor, poor Brother Davis gets to see all of our faces during that. Uh, all the guys, that, the three, three guys that, that lead music here get to see our shining faces or lack thereof when we're singing. And that can be a signal of, of how our heart is at the time. Let's have a beautiful beautiful heart for the Lord, a great dwelling place for our Holy Spirit and have a good thermometer of, of the spirit of our church when we sing. Let's smile for Brother Davis when he's leading the song. Psalms uh, 40, one through three. Uh, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay and set my foot uh, feet upon a rock and established my going. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many, many shall see it. And fear and trust in the Lord. Will it affect others? Absolutely. It'll affect others. Letter B, it's a product of gratitude. Joy and gratitude kind of go hand in hand. Giving thanks always for all things unto God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 5.20. Another manifestation of someone filled with spirit is the gratitude in their heart. It's the gratitude that they feel. Uh, Giving thanks always for all things. In 1 Thessalonians 5:18, in all and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Uh, Charles Spurgeon once said, when we bless God for mercies, we usually prolong them. When we bless God for miseries, we usually end them. Praise is the honey of life when a devout heart extracts from every bloom of providence and grace. Uh, Looking at your own life are the things you grumble about. Are, you, are the things that, uh, inst- and so maybe, maybe if we could turn those around instead of complaining about the things in the life, we can go, Lord, thank you for the situation that you're putting me in to work in my life. Okay, I'll admit, easier said than done. But it's, it's a self-evaluation of do we have a heart of gratitude in all circumstances? And then finally, it's a product of, of not only joy and gratitude, but cooperation. This is where we all come in. This is where we, as a church family, get to lift one another up, encourage, admonish, edify. Uh, Ephesians 5.21, submitting yourselves one to, the, one to another in the fear of God. Daily dying to self is a willingness to uh, serve and cooperate with others. A spirit-filled Christian is willing to take the position of a servant. Some of the best leaders I ever saw were servant leaders. Uh, they had the heart of a servant, and they led me better than anybody else. For, every, for even the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but what? To minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. That was from Mark 10, 45. The spirit of cooperation, do you have that in your relationships? Uh, a spirit-filled Christian is a humble Christian. Humility can help define that. Spirit-filled Christian's fear of God is displayed by cooperatively working alongside others. That's where we get to do that here. It's, it's, uh, it's serving, the God, serving God together, lifting one another up, being an encouragement. So this spirit-filled life being filled with the Spirit. I struggle with it. I want it. And I encourage you uh, this week, don't only ask for God's help, but ask him to fill you. Ask ask him to let that Holy Spirit take control in the situations in your life, you and your family, you and your work, you and your church. We should be praying that for here. Lord, when, when I step through the doors, work through me and work through others. Guide us. Don't let our don't let our our uh, fallibilities and our, our 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 humanness ruin what's so precious to Him. So I encourage you: uh, be filled with the Spirit. Um, if you do that, I think uh, uh, if we if we actively do that, uh, those other issues of coming into our life, uh, alcohol, one of them, uh, we can we can omit, we can get rid of. It, so. All right, Love you guys. Now let's pray. we got the classes to get to. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. I thank you for your word, and I thank you for uh, just your teaching, Lord, on, on how we have the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives when we come to know you, Lord. If we haven't come to know you, Lord, we don't have that power. And I pray today, Lord, that that will be set straight. I pray, pray Lord, today, Lord, that there will be one or more that will come to know you as their Savior and have that uh, Holy Spirit power in their lives um, to work through this this journey that you call life Lord we love you ask that you just be with us in the next uh, hour during the service and the classes for the kids uh, be with the pastors he brings the message hide our hide his heart hide him behind the cross and soften our hearts to receive the message you've given them in your precious name we pray amen all right we've got 20 minutes folks